Welcome to KRNU, A Retrospective. In this series, we will unpack the last 50 years of Lincoln's new music alternative. In the six-part series, we will hear from the faculty, staff, and students that have left their mark and helped keep KRNU running. This is episode four, online and on air. KRNU was on air, and in May 2000, KRNU went online. Anyone, anywhere could listen to the online stream. Technological advances opened up the station to bigger audiences, and a move across campus opened up the space for more student involvement. Renovations were completed on the new Anderson Hall, and the College of Journalism and Mass Communications moved into the new location in August 2001. Rick Alloway said the move to Anderson happened at just the right time. We were in the building about four weeks when 9-11 happened. We weren't even, I wouldn't even finished unpacking yet. I mean, we were teaching classes basically out of boxes. And I remember I was sitting in my typewriter word processor doing a uh, letter of recommendation for a student. And uh, Jerry Renault, our former broadcasting colleague, stuck his head in the door and said, are you watching TV? It looks like a plane hit the World Trade Center. And we didn't have our network lines hooked up for ABC yet. We had no national coverage we could put on KRNU. But we all went into the newsroom and stood and stared at the wall of TVs as 9-11 unfolded in front of us. So it was clear we'd moved into the right building because of the space that we had. And the we'd more than doubled our space that we had in Avery Hall. Music from 2000 to 2010 was tech heavy too. Hardware and software to make music was more available to amateur artists and producers. And the internet allowed for more distribution. These components democratized the music industry. The sound of the decade was auto-tune and vocorders, a robotic effect to enhance vocals. Contemporary R&B would become huge in the early part of the decade with artists like Usher, Beyonce, and Shakira topping the charts. Hip-hop would also continue to dominate well into the 2000s. Kanye, Nelly, Outkast, and Eminem became household names. Around the country, regional hip-hop scenes from St. Louis, Atlanta, and Chicago were thrust into the national spotlight. KRNU's programming was still based, in a large part, on specialty shows. These shows featured a wide range of topics, including Ryan Robertson's show, Lost and Found. Lost and Found uh, started with a, a friend, um, Alexis Zagood and uh, Joel Geringer. And, you know, we just we, we really wanted to just, you know, like I said, pr- provide a showcase for a lot of these local bands. This was back in the days when P.O. Pairs was still around, the Box Awesome. Um, it was Chatterbox and then it became the Box Awesome. Uh, Knickerbockers was still a thing back then. So I would go around and see these, you know, really good bands playing in town. Um, You know, Duffy's was another venue that a lot of folks played at back then. Uh, And I just thought, you know, more folks need to hear about this music. There'd be times on a Wednesday or Thursday where a really good band was playing and there were maybe seven or eight people in the audience. And I just thought, you know, there's, there's too much good music happening in Lincoln uh, for folks not to know about it. So Uh, One of the reasons why I wanted to get the local music show started uh, was to put more of a spotlight and more of a um, more attention on some of these local acts and try and get more people out to the shows 
and you know get more of a following uh, for, for these really good bands. Clay Masters hosted another series called the Songwriters Union that played songs by well-known artists. I, I had two specialty shows, one of which was called the Songwriters Union, and it was a Saturday morning show, which was a rarity in the sense that some student actually wanted to get up early on a Saturday and do a, a specialty show. And what I do on the Songwriters Union, I don't think you can do this anymore, but I would play if it was an artist like uh, Neil Young or Bob Dylan, I would play an hour's worth of music by that one singer songwriter. And actually Neil Young, the very first show I did, I was just, I hadn't interrupted for a little while. I was just playing a bunch of Neil Young songs. I remember the, the phone starts ringing and I answer it. And, oh, somebody's up on a Saturday morning. And the guy goes, I haven't heard the news yet. Is Neil Young dead? And I said, no, this is, this is a new specialty show on Care and You. We're just, we're, I'm, I'm playing music by one artist for an hour. And I would take lesser known musicians, singer songwriters and, and play uh, a half of a show if they didn't have as large of a catalog. The topics and themes of specialty shows on KRNU were only limited by the host's imagination. Hilary Stos Krause hosted multiple different shows in her time at KRNU. One of the first two shows that I did was called uh, Un-American, which I did with a friend of mine, Jeremy, and we played world music, but not in the sense of like NPR world music hour. We did like indie music from around the world, and, and we, we really played a, a wide variety of of songs so indie music hip-hop um you know we did do some some stuff more from like the 40s we did like cambodian pop i mean it was really just a really wide range of of music as long as it was not produced in an american state or territory then it would count some shows including one of stos krause's involved some listener participation we did another show called the mix-up where we had a secret theme each week for the music we were playing, and then people had to call in and guess what the theme was. But I think the one that frustrated people the most was a really elaborate theme where the first word of the song title had to be the same as the last word of the previous song title. It took us a long time to plan that one. Um, no one guessed what that was. In 2008, the college created a second web streaming channel for additional care and new content. KRNU2 would be the home for the majority of the specialty shows. Brad Eichhorn, one of the music directors from 2006 to 2009, talks about KRNU's format switch and the introduction of the web stream. Back in the summer of 2009, um, we were looking at finding ways to underwrite uh, KRNU, and part of the ways to do that was really to tighten up the format. So they changed the format um, from more of a widespread indie rock format to a more tighter uh what we'd call the indie top 40 chart um so it was a tighter playlist um bigger blocks less specialty shows some of the specialty shows got moved to what is now i believe krnu2 at the time we called it just the name of the room it was in studio 201 very uncreative on my part the expansion of specialty show programming and another web stream to house all of them runs parallel to the expansion of available music and information to the students working at KRNU and to the audience listening. KRNU was a reflection of the 2000s to 2010s, featuring a multitude of musical genres, information, and entertainment available on one station. Specialty show hosts had access to a world of music and information, and the broadcasting curriculum allowed them to deliver that content through KRNU. 
In the next episode, KRNU celebrates 50 years in your ears. 